meine Arbeit für richtig hältst. Ob du glaubst, dass ich fleißig gewesen bin. Nothing conjures up images of death, destruction and war quite like the words German militarization. Since the conclusion of World War II, Germany's military stance has undergone significant transformation, emerging from a period of stringent restrictions and demilitarization. Germany has since evolved into a pivotal player in global defense and international relations. Today, its place on the global stage is nearly as important as its place on the world map. As one of NATO's most important members, Germany is under significant pressure to become a military superpower yet again. But as a new chancellor and an even newer president push for bigger military spending, Russia, Poland, Ukraine, France, and Italy, among others, and even many of Germany's own citizens are pushing back. Is this hesitation and resistance to Germany having a standing army still deserved? Let's take a look and find out. My name is Elizabeth Ann Stewart, and you are watching Geopolitics and Conflict. Please remember to keep an open mind as you watch this video. If you'd like to join our growing community or support us, please check out our Locals community at geopolitics.locals.com. The History of German Militarism Even when it was still designated East Francia, Germany and its people boasted a strong warrior culture. Later, during the days of the Holy Roman Empire, Otto the Great launched battle after battle against kings, nations, and states that hardly even exist anymore. In a lot of ways, this made sense. Germania sits at a crossroad between Scandinavia, the Frankish lands, the Mediterranean, and the Baltic regions. With its rich farmlands, dense forest, and small but strategic coastline, there's always been a lot to defend. But post-unification, Germany was not known for defense, but rather a propensity for military aggression. The disabled and chronically insecure Kaiser Wilhelm II provided so much during World War I when he first pushed for German military supremacy over the Balkans and the Ottoman Empire. His war would eventually put him head to head with Britain, where he spent much of his childhood, and a few other growing superpowers. Though Wilhelm would be defeated, his idea of Lebensraum would later be used as justification for an even greater war of expansion. However, after Hitler's defeat and an estimated 85 million deaths, Germany faced extensive restrictions on its military capabilities. These restrictions were carefully outlined in the Yalta and Potsdam conferences, which not only dictated the terms of Germany's surrender, but also the post-war restructuring. Given the sheer amount of destruction perpetrated on the world by the Third Reich, the terms heavily emphasized demilitarization and the nation's division into allied occupied zones. This would later set the foundation for the Cold War, as both the United States and the USSR used footholds in Germany to expand their influence. With its legacy of swift, decisive warfare, Prussian militarism has deeply influenced Germany's military strategy for decades. However, in the post-World War II era, Germany consciously distanced itself from this legacy focusing instead on playing a diplomatic and economic role in international affairs. Despite this shift, Germany continued to maintain a significant defense budget, 
reflecting both its economic power and strategic importance in the global order. However, its main contribution to the world, and later NATO, seemed to be relegated to EU bailouts, good cars, and non-lethal technology. However, if you look closely, it's not that hard to note that military preparations have continued to be a subtle yet influential aspect of Germany's post-war era. Indeed, the Bundeswehr's recent evolution seems to reflect Germany's efforts to redefine its role in global security, balancing historical lessons with contemporary geopolitical realities. Germany as a modern military Today, Germany's military, the Bundeswehr, presents a complex picture of transformation and modernization. To many, the resignation of Defense Minister Christine Lambrecht and the appointment of Boris Pistorius in early 2023 signaled pivotal changes in Germany's defense policy. Coupled with recent developments such as Germany's decision to deliver heavy weapons to Ukraine, it seems that Germany is now more than ready to publicly break long-standing taboos about its military objectives. Indeed, the Ukraine conflict has signaled a turning point for many NATO members. However, Germany's latest attempt to be seen as a modern military, ready to defend NATO's eastern flanks, have been somewhat problematic. Reports of malfunctioning equipment, such as the failure of the Puma infantry fighting vehicles during exercises, and shortages in munitions and equipment exacerbated by arms deliveries to Ukraine, have raised questions about the operational effectiveness of the Bundeswehr. Over the past few years, the Defense Ministry has also faced criticism for a lack of clarity on restructuring and reform, reflecting broader concerns about Germany's military readiness and capabilities. Despite these challenges, Germany has made significant strides in enhancing its military posture. However, posture and ability are not the same thing. Recently revealed operational readiness reports seem to highlight both strengths and weaknesses. And while recent missions in Mali, Kosovo, and Mediterranean naval operations show good readiness, there are notable deficiencies in artillery, anti-aircraft defense, and NATO rapid reaction force commitments. These issues highlight the need for significant reforms and investment to address the Bundeswehr's growing challenges. Of course, Germany's commitment to NATO positions are the largest contributor to the rapid reaction force, underscoring the pivotal role it plays in the alliance. However, that same readiness report seems to indicate that if a multi-territorial conflict were to break out, Germany would face significant challenges in fulfilling this commitment. Is Germany all bark and no bite? If so, what does that say for the mounting tensions between NATO and Russia? NATO versus internal obligations. Germany has been a member of NATO since 1955, just 10 years after the country's defeat during World War II. Therefore, it's easy to understand how the country's commitment to international defense obligations significantly influences its military policies and strategies. Initiatives like the military Schengen concept proposed by Lieutenant General Solfrank aim to create a streamlined process for military movement within the EU. 
This proposal emerging against the backdrop of heightened NATO-Russia tensions reflect the changing nature of NATO operations and the need for more efficient logistical frameworks. Meanwhile, Germany's increasing influence in Central and Eastern Europe, particularly in the context of NATO, possesses both challenges and opportunities. Indeed, the nation's relationship with Poland, for instance, is a critical aspect of this dynamic. But political changes in Poland, such as the potential return of Donald Tusk to power, could lead to closer alignment with EU and German policies, thus influencing the regional power balance. The primary global umbrella conflict, whether it's given relevance or not, is between NATO and Russia, with China, Iran, and North Korea acting as potential wildcards. Putin has made his stance clear, while NATO, which has far more interests to consider, is currently pleading the fifth. Nonetheless, the US could soon not only leverage Germany as a strategic partner, but also sacrifice it for containing Russia. No different than the Philippines, Australia, Japan, and South Korea vis-a-vis -vis China in Asia. This seems to be supported by the latter's recent decision to adopt the 2% of GDP military spending goal over a five-year period. Still, Germany faces challenges in its shaky path towards remilitarization, and they aren't necessarily coming from where one might expect. Challenges to Germany's remilitarization. Trust and historical sensitivities are already playing a huge role in how Germany's military expansion is being perceived worldwide. However, there are many other factors to consider, including how decades of peace have changed the sentiment about war among German citizens. On top of that, there are the logistical problems. Aside from a lag in naval capabilities, the country seems to be facing real problems when it comes to maintaining and equipping its forces effectively. Meanwhile, Chancellor Olaf Scholz's policy, a response to Russia's MOP in Ukraine, pledges to make Germany's military a central pillar of European defense. This involves a 100 billion euro fund for modernization and meeting NATO's defense spending goals. However, Ukraine itself recently refused to import 10 Leopard A1 tanks from Germany due to their poor condition. In fact, the entire 2.9 billion military aid package has reportedly been marred by delays and mechanical failures. Germany's remilitarization has also been met by a surge in applications for contentious objection among actively serving members of the Bundeswehr. The 2022 figure has quintupled from 2021 and speaks volumes about the shifting sentiment within Germany itself. Many soldiers cite the unexpected military confrontations in Europe, specifically the Russia-Ukraine conflict, as their reason for opting out. Before her replacement, Defense Minister Lambrecht pushed for increased recruitment of women and migrants in an effort to expand the Bundeswehr to 203,000 service members by 2031. Obviously, Germany's pledge to become the backbone of defense signifies a major shift in its defense posture. However, this transformation is nuanced, influenced by Germany's historical context current geopolitical challenges, and internal societal dynamics. 
while the transformation of the Bundeswehr reflects Germany's evolving role in international security, particularly within the context of the EU and NATO. The country's ability to live up to expectations, especially in the short term, remains in doubt. Global Views on a New German War Machine in terms of international politics and security, Germany's remilitarization have elicited a wide range of reactions. Russian President Vladimir Putin, for instance, has been consistently opposed to NATO's eastward expansion, perceiving it as a direct threat to Russia's security. This stance has only intensified with the possibility of Ukraine joining NATO, which Russia views as a strategic line in the sand. Many forget that decades ago, Western commanders provided Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev with assurances that NATO would not expand one inch eastward. Clearly, this has not happened, and the heightened tensions between Russia and the West have only gotten worse. In fact, even anti-Putin analysts interpret Russia's annexation of Crimea and its MOS in Ukraine as direct responses to what it perceives as NATO's provocation encroachment. Now adding Finland to the mix, where the US plans to establish 15 bases near Russia's border, only making matters worse. For its part, the Biden administration's approach to the Ukraine war seems to indicate a strategy of fostering prolonged conflict to weaken Russia. The substantial involvement of Western forces, including NATO operatives, underscores deep Western engagement in this conflict. The recent decision to treat wounded Ukrainian soldiers at a US military hospital in Germany is also a notable step forward in involving the German government, as does Germany's decision to enhance its military presence in Lithuania. Whatever the true intentions may be, Germany is increasingly being perceived as an economic satellite of the US in its new Cold War with Russia, China, and Eurasia. The sanctions and proxy war dynamics, especially highlighted in the Ukraine conflict, seem to reflect a broader global divide characterized by the US's interests. Germany for now seems to be falling in line. The future of new Deutschland. Whatever the reason, Russia's invasion of Ukraine has catalyzed a significant shift in German defense policy, compelling the nation to address its diminished military capabilities. This strategic change aligns with a longer trend of military reevaluation in Germany. This evolution in German defense policy will have huge implications for NATO, regardless of whether its intentions are peaceful or not. Germany's journey from a pacifist to a more assertive military posture in the current geopolitical climate reflects a significant transformation, still addressing the long-standing underfunding in defense and security areas, and waning public support for militarization will be crucial to Germany's success. And given the nation's history, particularly as it relates to Russia, Germany's embracing of its old military forward traditions will likely not be seen favorably by everyone on the international stage. We hope you enjoyed the video. What do you think about the potential for a remilitarized Germany and its geopolitical implications? Feel free to comment, but as always, we ask that you try to keep things civil so that we can have an informed discussion that benefits everyone. Also, please like, share, and subscribe for more comprehensive and balanced political analyses on today's biggest issues. Thank you.